You are listening to the Thriving Empire podcast season three, how to find a remote job. So if you're a highly skilled human ready to ditch the office and the clutches of the commute and instead work for an awesome company right from your kitchen table or a co-working space or wherever in the world, you're going to love this season. I've created the ultimate resource bursting with actionable tactics and tips for finding a remote job, as well as a smooth transition to the remote work style so that you can enjoy more freedom and flexibility in your work and in your life. I'm your host, Stephanie Holland, marketing strategist and consultant, traveler, coconut macaroon addict, and remote work obsessed. Let's get started. Well, hey there. Welcome to episode 69 of the Thriving Empire podcast, where we're going to talk about how to avoid remote job scams. Now that was the number one concern when, was the concern when I asked people what they struggled with when it came to finding a remote job. But first, just welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here for this episode. If you're new, super duper welcome to you. If you're coming back, thank you so much for joining me again. Now, if you get value out of the show, I would love if you would spread the word about it so that your friends and colleagues can find out how to get a remote job as well. If you can rate and review it on iTunes for me, that would be amazing. That would help more people find it. And don't forget, you can also work with me one-on-one. I actually offer 30-minute remote career consults where we put together a bespoke remote job search strategy for you. So just head over to stephanieholland.co forward slash career consult for more information and booking. After we meet, you'll know how to position yourself as the ideal remote candidate and the top five places to look for the right roles for you and feel, most importantly, 100% confident to apply and kickstart your remote career. Now, back to the topic of this episode. I have read somewhere, and I don't know if this is factually correct, that up to 60 to 70% of remote, remote roles out there are scams. But I really don't want to believe that's true. I think you can stick to some safe habits and protocol that I've listed in this episode um, so that you find the majority are high-quality, professional, and legitimate roles that don't compromise your personal information or even your physical safety. So here we go. The first one, I think, the first habit to develop is just to pick and um, handpick and um, um, use legitimate paid for job boards. Now, these are where um, these are job boards like we work remotely, one job that I love a lot. They actually charge a fee to employers to post a job. They charge $299, um, which means that because they're getting paid and they have a business model, they have a team of people in place to screen the role and the company, ensuring that everything on their job board is legitimate, professional, and high quality. Now, I listed sources that I use personally in the worksheet um, contained in the podcast pack for episodes episode 66, um, six places to look for remote roles. And I also shared a checklist of the 10 things to research before you apply to a remote company in the last episode, episode 68. So assess the job board before you even start looking at their listings, make sure the job board itself is legit, make sure they're charging employers and companies to post um, a job post, um, see who has to pay, maybe it's the candidate who has to pay, um, but look at the about page of the company, see what the, sorry, look 
at the about page of the job board, see what their culture and philosophy is, okay, before you start looking at their listings. Now, when you work with me one-on-one, I actually suggest the five best places for you to search regularly for the right roles for you. So that takes that problem out for you. Now, next, look at the quality of information in the job post itself. Now, we talked about how to research a company before applying, as I said, in episode 68. But even before that, in episode 67, we talked about the quality of information of the, about the role and the company in the job post itself. So you need to start looking and scanning the job post for everything from information about their company vision, mission, and values to the daily responsibilities required by the role, requirements you need to have to apply and be successful in the role, things that are nice to have, and the basic skills and qualifications they're asking for, et cetera, et cetera. So head back to that episode for more info about that. The more due diligence you do about a company before you apply, the less likely you'll get caught up in a scam. And further to that, notice how notice how the post is written. So is it written um, gr grammatically correctly? Is it correctly spelled English? Bad grammar and spelling mistakes can indicate a scam because even if um, the founder and the team are using English as a second language, okay, that's fair enough. Legitimate job posts are professionally written and well-written. They will be getting a native English-speaking copywriter to correct their words because they are professionals. Also, you want to notice the keywords used in the post. Now, some of the following keyword terms have been said to be potentially red flags. Not always, but potentially. So just be on your guard when you see things like work from home or work at home. Instead, what you're looking for are the terms that incorporate remote, remote job, remote working, things like that. Also look out for the keyword unlimited earning potential. Another one is quick money, investment opportunities, investment schemes, and multi-level marketing. These can sometimes and often indicate a red flag. Okay, so moving on. Does the company have a website? Now, legitimate companies always, always have a website, even if it's just a landing page. So check the domain name is correct. Notice if it's redirected somewhere and where it's redirected to and think, why is this happening? Next, do they have a company email address? Now, Gmail addresses, Hotmail, Yahoo, and any other free commercially available email service provider with personal emails are a red flag. So even solo entrepreneurs have official domain names for their company and email addresses associated with their company um, domain name, okay? Next, you want to look up the founders and the company page on LinkedIn. So check out their connections, their network, their posts and contributions to conversations in their activity section. Check they're a real person with a real network and a real presence in their community. You might even find you have connections in common, in which case you can contact your mutual connections and ask them about this person and about this company that you're thinking of applying to. Next, is the salary in line with market trends? Now, be on your guard if the stated salary is higher for a quite a junior level position uh, uh, or for relatively little work. Now, you need to research market salaries in your country or the company location to get an idea of the salary brackets, reasonable salary brackets for the role you're applying for. So, for example, you can use Payscale at payscale.com, which reports on average salaries for various roles within various industries across dozens of countries worldwide. It's a really handy tool. 
Next up, do they ask you to send ideas, solutions, or strategies up front? Now, I actually, a couple of months ago, um, prior to getting my last remote role, I saw one job post where it seemed like they were just fishing for blog post ideas for free. Now, you need to decide how much work you want to do up front before you've even spoken to the company and think about whether it's reasonable or not if it's part of the initial application. Now, in my experience, most companies want to have a chat with you first or they send you um, questions by email or guide you to another application form asking for a bit more detailed information about your experience and how you might approach a certain problem. Now lately, more and more companies are asking you to complete free online personality tests that ask simply for your name and email and nothing else, which is absolutely fine. If they ask for anything else or any kind of payment, I wouldn't go there. I would consider that a red flag personally, but you have to decide for yourself. But basically decide what depth of information you're comfortable sharing upfront and go with that. Now for one company, my penultimate remote role with this wonderful company, a social enterprise called Civic. Um, I actually created a one-page strategy prior to the first interview and I ended up getting the role. It was proactive on my part and I got them really excited about the what, you know, the strategy so much that they wanted to hire me to do the how. Um, but I felt good about their vision, mission and values and the work they were doing in the world and I felt completely assured that they were a legit organization. So again, do some research, use your, do, you, do your due diligence. Now, next up, do they ask for personal financial information? Obviously, never hand out your personal security information like your NHS number in the UK or your social security, sorry, national insurance number in the UK or your social security number in the US. Whatever your, your national or social security credentials are in your country, don't, don't hand them over to anybody um, until you've got a signed contract and you know everything's legit. Um, this includes bank account information, personal I identification or information of any kind, even your birth date. Just be wary, okay, until you're further down the line and after you've signed contracts. Right. One red flag is, do they ask for money up front? For anything, for, for equipment, for training, this should never, ever, ever happen, okay? And finally, trust your gut instinct, okay? If it feels spammy, it may well be. So just follow your gut instinct, stay true to yourself. If it doesn't feel good, don't apply. Now, sometimes when I've had a sort of weird feeling about um, a job post, I've emailed the company directly using the contact section of their website to ask if the job, spot, the job post on the job board is theirs and legitimate. And legitimate companies will always reply to you. Okay, so these are my personal tricks for keeping myself and my information safe. Do your due diligence before applying and sharing any personal information. And most of all, trust your gut. You you are your wisest sage. You are your own guru. I love that. Trust your gut. Now, I've put a simple checklist for you in the podcast study pack that you can print off so you can go through it while you're looking at these job posts. It's called Worksheet 17 and it's in the podcast study pack. So go ahead and crack that open if you have it so that you have an easy list of things to check while you go through your process. And of course, if you don't have the podcast pack yet, don't worry. You can grab a copy in the show notes at stephanieholland.co forward slash 69. So that's it for me this week. See you next week on Thriving Empire Live. Until then, keep living and working on your own terms so that you can build your career and the life you really want simultaneously. See you next time.
Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Thriving Empire. I appreciate you being here and hanging out with me. Now, if you're not subscribed already, head over to stephanieholland.co, that's C-O, and sign up right on the page so that you never miss an episode. And if you're enjoying the show, I have a favor to ask you. Would you rate and review it on iTunes, please? Just search Thriving Empire on iTunes. Click subscribe, then ratings and reviews, and you'll be asked to give it a start rating and a quick sentence or two on what you think about it and what you think about me. Now, this will really help other people find it too, so that more people can build their career and create the life they really want simultaneously. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful week and see you next time on Thriving Empire. Thank you.